Welcome to the Southern New Hampshire Real Estate Show with your Southern New Hampshire real estate experts, Sam O'Hegan and Dan O'Donnell, where we explore a variety of real estate related topics to help guide our clients and future clients through the world of real estate. Did you know that there's over 115 variables in a typical real estate transaction? Mismanaging or not taking into account even one of these variables could have catastrophic consequences to a buyer or a seller. We don't want that to happen to you. So that's why we started the Southern New Hampshire Real Estate Show, where you'll hear from us, as well as a variety of other local professionals involved in various aspects of the real estate business. So Sam, what's on tap for today? All right, Dan, so today we're actually gonna be exploring the topic of 62 and over housing. We have a special guest with us today, Randy Turnell, who's a partner of Keller Williams Realty here in Nashua, as well as one of the developers of a up-and-coming development, The Springs, uh, which is Nashua's newest 62 and over adult community located off West Hall Street on Scenic Drive for those of you who live in the area. Randy, first, thanks for coming on and spending some time with us. We really appreciate that. And uh, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself to start off and how you got into real estate? Sure. Uh, first, thank you guys for having me. Uh, I got my license back in 1985. Wasn't sure what to do back then, and I heard real estate was a great thing to be involved in. And uh, I, I uh, started working full-time in 1986, and I was surrounded by a wonderful group of people uh, that really knew the market well, and they gave me an absolute great foundation for my education to really help launch my uh, real estate career. And I've been doing it now since full-time since January of 1986, and have thoroughly enjoyed it. Very good. Awesome. So... We're actually here uh, filming on a site in one of your latest projects, The Springs, uh, which as I said is a 62 and over adult community. Could you talk a little bit about what that actually means uh, and say the difference between that and a 55 and over and, and things like that? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, the, that answer varies from municipality to municipality. Uh, conceptually what happens is the federal government makes special provisions to allow for age-restricted communities, and they're 55 and older, or 62 and older. As referenced, uh, you know, as allowed in the city of Nashua, the distinction is this. In a 55 and older community, you can have one, you must have one occupant that meets the standard of 55 years or older, and you theoretically could have other occupants or significant others that are less than 55 and older. In a 62 and older community here in Nashua, every occupant must be 62 and older. And you notice I keep using the word occupant because it has nothing to do with ownership. Quite often, uh, children may buy a home for their parent or parents, and the uh, key ingredient is the occupancy. And then along with providing for the opportunity to build housing that's age-restricted, the federal government says that you must provide what they call a facilities and services package. And that facilities and services package is extremely critical to the, the success of the development. That facilities and services package will mainly be a place of gathering. It may look like a community center. It'll provide, again, a place of gathering, a place to exercise, a place for counseling. Uh, it, it'll be, it, it'll provide 
provide a lot, a lot of value to the uh, residents within that community. So, so Randy, so if I understand it then, that the difference between a 55 and old community versus a 62 and old community is the 55 uh, allows people to have only one occupant who's 55 and the other ones can be less. And then the 62 plus means that what? That all occupants must be 62 and older. Now, let me just clarify, that's in the city of Nashua because the federal government sets a minimum standard and then from the federal government, it filters down to each town or municipality. Every town or municipality has a different standard. They may take the federal regulations and they may make it a little more stringent. For example, if you go to Litchfield, New Hampshire, every occupant in a 55 year old community must be 55 year old. There are absolutely no exceptions. So it is, it's my understanding too that with, the, with both of those that Part of the reason for the restrictions by the communities is because they want to make sure that these, they're allowing you certain benefits in terms of density of, uh, of the property and so forth. So you can make affordable properties for people who are retiring, uh, you know, or for people who just are going to one floor living, that there's a place they can go that's, that's you know, it's economically feasible for them. Well, that's correct. I mean, back around the year 2000, the uh, municipalities, I, I believe it started with the federal government, came down to the states, but they realized that our population is really aging. And uh, for example, right now, 30% of our population in the state of New Hampshire is 55 and older. Probably 20, 22% is 62 and older. But back around 2000, they re the municipalities really didn't have regulations of how do we provide housing to fit this need, to fit that niche. And they also realized that that housing brings in a great tax base, but doesn't really burden the school system. So the municipalities love that. It was a positive effect on their tax base. So what they did was they provided basically density bonuses, and they allowed developers to come in and develop parcels of land to meet the needs of the 55 or 62 and older housing, you know, for, the, for those buyers. Um, and the municipalities have really, really, in, you know, engaged in it. They have loved it because it gave a positive cash flow to their tax base. Right. And so my understanding, too, is that the, one of the advantages for people is that it's relatively um, easy to move into these places because you'll have um, landscaping done for you. You'll have following done for you, um, and what are some other things that, that make it great for someone in that? Well, that, I think that's a great question, and uh, I've been really involved in this arena since 2000, literally with hundreds of units. What's really important to realize is that that population, 55 or 62, it really doesn't matter, that they really want to buy a building that provides close proximity to essential services, that being the highway system. That's very important because they want to make sure that their children and grandchildren can get to them or they can get to their children or grandchildren to visit. They want to be close proximity to hospitals, churches, shopping centers, banking. Above and 
beyond that, they want to buy into a community that provides a great lifestyle. And that is so important. And here at the Springs, what we're doing is we have a community center that we are building uh, this spring. And that community center is going to provide that place of gathering, those opportunities to exercise, to meet people, socialization. But what we're doing as well is we're hiring a part-time activities director. And they're going to be focused on creating that lifestyle that the residents are desirous of. And you know, it's interesting because I've been in your, um, one of your other projects, uh, you did in Nashua at Stinson Park, and it was interesting to see there um, that that whole community center idea and, and the closeness of the community, that these people are, they usually plan seasonal events and get together and develop a lot of friendships. They can walk around the area, you know, of the, of the development, uh, you know, for some exercise and stuff too. But it, it amazed me how nice it is that, uh, you know, some people who would buy into these, uh, you know, might be you know, widowed or something, and they're not alone. I mean, they've got a whole new... And, and they don't want to be alone. No. And they, they don't want to be alone at all. So this provides them the opportunity to have that socialization with their peers. Right, and you know, it's interesting too, because being someone who is 63 years old, um, you know, I don't consider myself old at all. And, you know, and, and it's nice because, you know, you can... There's a lot, and they're very active, you know, so it isn't like they're just... Rolling it all up and saying, "I mean, you know, this is great. It's, it's it's a new start for people. It's an exciting start. It's an affordable lifestyle. Um, it's somewhat carefree living, and you've got all the comforts built into uh, into the community." Well, let me ask a couple other questions too um, about this. Let me talk to you about the springs. So, um, what can you tell me about some of the features that will be in these units that people could expect to see? Sure. Well, what we've done here is we identified that there is a real need uh, to provide a sort of a, a higher-end luxury unit. So what we've done is we have packaged into our standard base units a, a luxury package. It really starts on the outside with some upgraded siding and some uh, different colors, uh, some vinyl brick and nice shakes and so forth, all maintenance-free decking on the porches. But once you open up the door and come inside, you can immediately see the upgrades. It starts with nine-foot ceilings. We've got beautiful hardwood flooring package that is standard. Uh, we have forced hot air heat with central air conditioning. Uh, we have such upgrades as the master bathroom floor is heated. Now that's really a beautiful comfort item. Uh, both bathrooms are tiled. We're going to have some beautiful accent glass blocks in them. Every house comes standard with a one-car garage, a full basement, and a three-season porch. Additionally, because we realized that this group is becoming more savvy technology-wise every single day, we have wired these homes to be smart home capable. And so the consumer coming in at their election can complete that package and they theoretically could be controlling the temperature of the home if they're out for the night they want to come in and turn the heat up they can they if they're snowbirds they can keep an eye on the house the temperature of the house they can control the lights but here's another added benefit let's say one of the children are out of state 
and they want to put a video cam, and they want to see, keep an eye on mom and dad in the living room, they can do that remotely. That is a tremendous value for the children, for their peace of mind. So we've, we've included a tremendous value here in each one of our homes. It really includes some beautiful upgrades. That's awesome. It is because what I've realized is uh, when you look across the cross-section of buyers in the marketplace, and now the other end of the spectrum is the millennials. But if you study what the millennials want and what the baby boomers want, they're almost identical. They want to live in downsize and live in smaller homes. They want a much simpler life. They want a lifestyle. They want to be able to socialize and go out and have experiences. It's quite coincidental. So again, back around 2000, municipalities said, hey, we need to address this. And they made some of the right um, changes and regulations. Nashua has endorsed it. They've embraced it. They've done a great job. The city staff here is wonderful. Hey, Randy, that's fantastic. So um, when you talk about smart technology, I mean, I think that's, that's fabulous because the, the whole idea, I mean, just, just the temperature control thing alone, I'm thinking, you know, again, as, as we get older, we retire, whatever, we're all on a fixed income. I mean, there's, there, other than what we had in place at the time we retire, that's it. And as time goes on, you know, costs go up and stuff. But being able to do something as simple as, as the temperature control is kind of neat because, you know, you, you don't have to have a heat blasting all day if you're out of the house and if you're going to, you know, visit someone for the day, you know, you can turn it down to, you know, 55 or something, but then you can actually Set it from your phone at their house to set up get it. Yeah, that's awesome. And yep. I'm not sure about the part where my kids watch me in my living room. Um, but well, that's, up to you. <laughs> that's up to you. But you know, another thing that we've done here is that we had options on how to develop this property. We theoretically could have come in, like the abutters have, we could have come in and did a mid rise building, three or four stories high. We purposely chose not to do that. Those are wonderful. Uh, there are some beautiful buildings here in the city of Nashua uh, that are age-restricted, that are mid-rise buildings. But we felt that there was a certain niche that was not being addressed, and we wanted to address it. And that is the fact that there are a lot of buyers out there that simply do not want what they call apartment-style living. They don't want to hit a button, drive under a building, uh, some of them love that. Some of, some of the people just simply don't feel secure. They don't want to take it, take their shopping cart, put the groceries from their truck into the shopping cart, wheel it over to the elevator, go up three stories, wheel it down the hallway. So what we've done is we've taken and we've put less density on this piece of land because we wanted to fill the niche. And the niche is this. You drive up, you park in your garage, you take one, probably two steps into the door, right into your kitchen for the groceries, you have your own basement for storage. So, so far we have been getting a tremendous reception. We're not quite open to the public yet. We will be open probably around mid-February, but we have had a tremendous reception so far just by people stopping by and inquiring. Now, are there, are there features that um, that people can add or is it, as it, is, it, is it a little bit a la carte? I mean, what, what type of things can they change or add um, to, to the units? What are some things yeah. people might want to Well, we're going to give uh, the uh, buyers an opportunity to pick their hardwood flooring colors, uh, their paint colors on the walls, their uh, 
countertops, which are granite countertops throughout, bathrooms and kitchen countertops, and their cabinets. So they're really going to be able to come in and pick the cosmetics on each unit, as well as a few upgrades if they want. If they want to do some special crown molding, they can elect to do that. If they want to do some special accent walls in the living room or along the half wall with the pillars, they can elect to do that, but they don't have to. If they do not upgrade one thing, they're getting an absolutely beautiful unit with a three season room, all the upgrades that we've talked about. The granite countertops, the heated bathroom floors, the nine foot ceiling, the recessed lights, the smart home capability, that's all standard. They don't have to pay for that above and beyond the uh, sale price. That's amazing. Um, so they're still, you're still under construction now. Uh, obviously, is it possible for someone to reserve uh, a home at the Springs here? Uh, how would they go about that? And since it's not totally built yet, is there something in place to, to help them with that? There is. Uh, what we have done is we have already received the Attorney General approval where we can sell the units. So at the buyer's discretion, if somebody would like to uh, either buy, they could go to purchase and sales agreement right now, or if they'd like to ponder it and just reserve it so they could talk to their kids, uh, they could sign a non-binding reservation. That non-binding reservation, we would probably simply take a $1,000 deposit for a fixed period of time, and that will allow that buyer to pick their unit, because once we open up to the public, I feel that there's going to be a tremendous amount of activity up front. You know, people coming in, picking their units. So if somebody wanted to come in and not have, if they feel pressure, let's say, with a purchase and sales agreement, well, we don't want them to feel that way. We want them to take their time, feel good about their purchase, so they can see and they can sign a non-binding reservation. And if for some reason, after that fixed period of time, whether it's a week or two, if they don't feel it's for them, we just simply hand them back their money. Yeah, so basically, so if they want, for instance, when you come into the Springs, um, you'll see the homes on all on the left-hand side of the road. There's a nice walkway, beautiful walkway, and uh, there'll be some things there for people you know, as, as they walk down. And um, There's also water views there, too, isn't there? There's exceptional water views. You know, this piece of land is beautiful. It's, first of all, it's rare to get a piece of land in Nashua. Second of all, it's rare to get a piece that meets the requirements for this market because a, we have close proximity to the highway, the hospitals, all those essential services I spoke about. The piece of land is beautiful in that it has all sand and easy excavation, which is very important. As you go down the community, about uh, probably about 65% of the way down, you actually have peekaboo views of the abutting property where there's a pond. That in itself is beautiful. If you were to walk down the sidewalk, which is the full length of the road, right-hand side, at the very end of the project is the Nashua River. And that is absolutely beautiful. I think when the spring comes in the summer, you'll see a lot of people walking in this community and uh, enjoying the view at the end, uh, the view of the Nashua River. It's gorgeous. So Randy, uh, so that, the reason I ask that question is that's kind of tying back into the idea of that you know, um, non-binding reservation, whatever, or, or virtually one, that someone who, who drives by, during the day right now, it's a little crazy with construction vehicles, um, but you know, it's quieter, people might drive in here, you know, or walk down the walkway, and they may, when they see how beautiful that is down by the water, they may say, geez, I really would want that. And so I guess that's where, that, where it would be advantageous to them 
you know, that they could make that non-binding reservation, not feel pressure, and have a little bit of time to kind of make a decision? Yeah, well, when we open up to the market, we're only releasing the first 12 units. If somebody has a burning desire to buy at the end of the street, we would probably have a discussion with them. Okay. Because we're trying to build these in literally chronological order. It makes more sense for the contractors, for lack of better words, to leapfrog from one unit to another. So we have already uh, poured the foundations, which are six foundations for the first 22 units. So we only have four more foundations left for the project. But we want to do it more. And what was the rough, do you have a rough timeline on the first, uh, when they'll be completed? Yes, we do. The uh, model home is scheduled to be finished and fully furnished for approximately the second week in February. And then uh, we are also, the first four units, which the model home is one of the first four, they will be finished probably the third week of February or surely by the end of February. Because we want people, when we open the doors, we want people to say, I want this home, when can I close? Mm -hmm. And I think there's gonna be a lot of people out there that are gonna feel that way. Yes. So for the benefit of our, our listeners, um, we're actually at the site right now, um, and we will, we're going to have this go out as a podcast, but it'll, it'll be on other, um, you know, uh, venues too, and uh, it will eventually add some pictures to this so you can see some of the stuff that we're talking about here. So we keep on following this, Randy. Um, by way of disclosure, um, the Springs is being marketed by Kel Williams Realty in Nashville, New Hampshire. If you're interested in more information, you can get that by contacting either myself, Dan O'Donnell, at 603-494-2569, or Steve Mayo at 603-391-7373, or simply call him, Keller Williams Realty in Nashville, New Hampshire, at 603-883-883. 8400 and asking for either Dan O'Donnell or Steve Mayo. All right, Dan, so we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, we'll definitely come back and kind of go through the process, uh, track the progress of this development as it progresses. Uh, we'll do some cool videos and things like that to uh, show you guys what they're building and what Randy's been up to. Uh, but I just want to thank you all for listening. Uh, for tuning into the show, we really appreciate it. If you know anyone that's looking for things like this or information like this or, or uh, interest in real estate, make sure to share this with them. We hope that you found this to be informative. And if you have any questions or you have ideas of other topics that you'd like to hear about or learn more about, make sure to contact Dan and myself to, uh, and we'd be happy to, to address that in future shows. Um, so again, thank you very much. I want to give a special thanks to Randy Turnell as well. Uh, for taking the time to speak with us and tell us more about what he's up to over on his project here at the Springs. And if you have other, any other questions uh, or want to reach out to either Dan or myself, Dan, how can they get a hold of you? They can reach me at danodonnell at kw.com. That's D-A-N-O-D-O-N-N-E-L-L at kw.com. Or you, Sam, at... Uh, my email is sbogigian, B-O-G-H-I-G-I-N, at kw.com, or you can call or text me anytime at 603-339-2429. Uh, 
Uh, again, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you, Randy. Thank you very much. Yeah, I want to thank Randy, too, and thank all our listeners for tuning in to the Southern New Hampshire Real Estate Show with your Southern New Hampshire real estate experts, Sam Bohegan and Dan O'Donnell. See you next time.